Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let me say something about him. Uh There were 106 players in uniform for that game. Mm -hmm. Of them, by far, the one who played the best was Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. We focus more on the one bad play Josh Allen makes every week than the 60 that almost no one else in history possibly could. His team would be so bad if they didn't ask him to do absolutely everything. He is the most unfairly judged player in the NFL. And a quick final thought, and I'll give it to you. They're playing the Chiefs this weekend. If he had wound up on Kansas City with with Andy Reid and those guys, Uh we'd be talking about him as being one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Whoa. Did not expect that little drop at the end. That's Mike Greenberg going off on a get up, I guess, in the last 20 minutes or so on Josh Allen. It was weird that all the ESPN shows decided to take a swing at Allen for the first time in months after what I thought was his best game of the year. He threw one one bad, as kind of Greenberg said, he threw a bad pick against the Eagles, and otherwise he literally lifted that whole offense on his shoulders and carried them to 34 points. Maybe it should have been more. I don't know. Um, that last part, listen, I am uh, I am one that likes to point to the Bills and their infrastructure around Allen as well, but um, I don't know about that last part of it. 803-0550 is the phone number. We will get to Josh Klingler here on the Western Hotline in one moment from Kansas City. Sal had to step aside to the Bills media room. As uh, you probably know by now, Brandon Bean is meeting with the media, and he did confirm that Von Miller is with the team today, has not yet been placed in the commissioner's exempt list, um, and is available at this point to play this Sunday. So we'll uh, we'll hear his comments, though, in full uh, coming up a little bit later this hour. Let's go to the Western Hotline. Josh Klingler from 610 in Kansas City. Josh, Sale had to step away. I'm sure you understand. It's the, uh, the nature of the beast. Yeah, I'm, I'm still questioning, so is, is Mike Greenberg, like, <laughs> blaming everybody else then like, i yeah the, i don't the bills have failed josh allen is that what is that where he's going then I don't, I don't really know what he's doing there i mean i think he's just you know yelling at everybody for blasting allen maybe too much yeah. um so i don't know and by the way on that last part of it like i've actually kind of made a similar point before about but usually it's about the chiefs and what they've done for mahomes i mean hill and kelsey and it usually becomes an offensive coach versus defensive coach conversation because of Andy Reid. Sure. Um, but that's not necessarily – we can maybe start here with you, Josh. That's not necessarily maybe the the case this year, right? Like Mahomes is overcoming some holes around him to, to produce. Yeah, absolutely. And I think any quarterback would be great with Andy Reid. You know what I mean? Like I don't – Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you put you put Andy Reid with a quarterback, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a nice little scenario. It's been a great scenario here. I think it's definitely benefited Patrick Mahomes. So – uh, but yeah, this year's been interesting because I think they banked uh, quite a bit on 
young receivers developing or guys heading into their second year in this offense developing. And there was a big call from a lot of fans during the offseason, go get a name at wide receiver. They're, they're, uh, they need to get DeAndre Hopkins. They need to trade for something. Get get a name. And, and the Chiefs didn't. And I think they banked on, you know, guys taking the next step, guys that uh, rookie in, in Sky Moore a season ago getting into year two. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling in year two of the Chiefs offense and being more comfortable. Um, it turns out the best, best of the group has been Rashi Rice, a, yeah. a rookie. Uh, but there's so many opportunities for wide receivers to go and get theirs. And, and there, there are catches to be made. There are plays to be made. And, and no one has stepped to the table. That's been the frustrating part. So they probably overvalued uh, the ability for, for guys in year two I'll throw, um, uh, I'll throw Justin Watson in there too in mm-hmm. year two, to uh, to take the next step, and really nobody has. Now you still have Travis Kelsey. He's still performing at a ridiculously high level. Uh, Rashi Rice, the rookie, has had been allowed to to a certain extent have a rookie season and has had a nice rookie season, mm-hmm. uh, but they really haven't had that pop of like this looks like a a dead on passing game. Now they have the best defense that. Patrick Mahomes has had uh, in his tenure, and they're really good up until I don't even want to say up until the last two weeks. They've they've shown a few warts the last couple weeks early in games, and then kind of righted the ship. But defense has been playing great. Um, it's allowed the offense to come along. It's just it's just the script is backwards than it's been. And yeah. believe me, people in Kansas City, fans in Kansas City, you still can't like wrap their their heads around it. Like they're eight and four. The uh, the rest of the AFC, a lot of the rest of the AFC is in shambles. The contenders we thought were going to be contenders aren't exactly there. And your problems are your problems. But the great picture is everything's pretty okay compared to most. Right. I was going to say, like, it, it, the problems compared to four backup quarterbacks among the seven playoff teams, and the Bills aren't even one of the seven playoff teams, so got their own issues here. Um, right. I do like Rice. I like Rice a lot. Just uh, knowingly having a bunch of dynasty fantasy shares of him, that looks like that's going to be really good in the future. It almost feels like they are right. Like in the past, they've been Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill. You know, with last year withstanding, and those three and Reed, like they're just they're they are going to outscore you every time they need to. Every time they'll be capable of doing it. And this year, like you mentioned, the defense. Are they run? Are they kind of leaning into their ground game more than they ever have? Also with Pacheco, not to not to the satisfaction of most involved. Andy Reid's history is throwing the football around the yard. You have Patrick Mahomes throwing the football around the yard. Like how many times do you really want to go away from that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but uh, can they more effectively use their run game at times? Absolutely. I mean, I've 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 been in that that camp as well. I'm like. Uh, run, run, run! But then I, the counter attack is well. You're taking the ball to Patrick Mahomes' hands when you run, and Patrick's pretty magical most times. But uh, I don't know if they've leaned into it more. But I think you see it be uh, a, a, a more effective part of their offense, and they they do talk a good game in that regard to say, hey, when when we're balanced, we're better. Uh, I don't know if they fully believe it or fully commit to it. Hmm. I mean, it's Andy Reid in the West Coast offense still at the end of the day, so. Uh, it's it's been a little it's just been a little bit different. The defense has has, has carried them for a, for a number of games, and everybody's waiting to see. Oh, can this offense score? You know, thirty five, forty a game. Not really. It doesn't look like that that's that type of offense anymore. So yeah, it has to be a little bit more lean on your defense, 
uh, get a little more efficient offensively, and uh, you'll figure it out at some point in time. But, you know, the, the clock keeps ticking a little bit. It's just going to look different. I mean, you look at the numbers, though, and you're like, okay, you got a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. What's, what's everybody worried about? It's All just right. looked a little bit different because, as you mentioned, uh, for a while it looked like everybody suspected, well, you got to try to outscore the Chiefs. Uh, that's not quite the the dynamic anymore. All right? No, I've used them in the. I've used past Chiefs teams. Um, their first Super Bowl team, maybe it was, where they were twenty second on defense. As an example of, hey guys, the Bills' defense isn't as good this year. But if your offense is number one, two, or three, like you can yeah. still you can overcome that. And the Chiefs do look more well. They look more balanced at least um, between the two than, year, than ever. Joe, this year maybe different, right? I mean, right. It's, it's like suddenly a different NFL where it's like. Well, not all the most of the offenses aren't higher high wire acts, and we're seeing defenses kind of swing a little bit and you know stop everybody other than the Eagles on fourth and one. Um, you know, it's just, I think defenses have have really risen to the occasion this year, and I don't know if they've fully caught up to the offenses or anything, but it it's I look around the rest of the NFL and I'm like, yeah, there are a lot of teams playing some pretty good defense right now, and maybe they are catching some of these offenses at the moment. Yep. Extra point show. Sal Capaccio had to step away for a few moments of the Bills media room. Jody Biasi joined by Josh Klingler. Uh, 610 Sports Radio, Kansas City on the Western Hotline. Uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about just referencing how the defense is improved. What what specifically is it that's kind of drove the the improvement on that side of the ball? Uh, their two corners have been uh, outstanding. Legereus Sneed um, has basically, and I'm guessing he'll get a good majority of the time on digs this weekend, they've pretty much said, Hey, you go get the number one and, uh, and, and, and lock that guy down. And he's pretty much taken names all season long. He's been very, very good. And then uh second year corner, Trent McDuffie has been uh, unbelievable. Uh, they'll use him obviously to cover number ones at times too. They don't mind handing, you know, handing guys off to him. If you, if you move Snead or send Snead on a blitz, they take the two corners and they, interchangeably we'll we'll send them at the quarterback which has been effective and then uh you know their rotation up front of of defensive uh linemen has been very very good chris jones uh continues to be um obviously the guy that gets the the most attention george karloftis is in his second year another uh drafted they used they spent a lot of draft you think of the chiefs offense offense of offense but they have spent a lot of the last few drafts on the defensive side of the football karloftis is an example of that um, he leads the, the the team in sacks, and and they've pushed a lot of right buttons under defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo as well for for a good portion of this year. Where um, whatever he has tried from uh, disguising uh, blitzes and where pressure is coming from to uh, using defensive linemen on the inside and outside and really mixing up kind of personnel, a lot of the buttons they pushed defensively ha- have worked, and uh, they've been in sync for the most part all season. The last couple of games, they've given up. Um, uh, points to start the game and kind of mm-hmm. as the offense has kind of sputtered, it's, it, it's, it's uh, kind of put them in a hole, but, but largely, you know, you can't last week is the first time anybody scored over 24 against them. And it was 27 last week by the Packers and, mm-hmm. and that's their low watermark. And the rest of the year, they've been, they've been pretty outstanding. And stunningly, they did that with uh, with Taylor Swift in attendance because they, they always, yeah, they always seem to play yeah, great when she's there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I guess I guess that's out the window now. Um, yeah, or, or maybe it just can't be perfect. Uh, even when the uh, Time Magazine Person of the Year right. uh, is in <laughs> is in your, your fandom, uh, Kansas City's claiming this, by the way, as well. I mean, why not today? You're like, oh, that homegrown girl, of course, Taylor Swift winning the Time Magazine 
that, that's been a that, that that's been a whole nother yeah. bizarre dynamic of, of of this season. I, the Chiefs were pretty rock star ish by themselves for a couple of years. Uh, this has taken it to a whole new level. It's been yeah. terrifically odd along the way. I'm, I'm sure it's been odd. It's perfectly reasonable though, right? Like. Most yeah. famous person in the world, and you know she's in, now she's at the games, and she's coming yeah. to Kansas City all the time. And hey, she's going to Green Bay in December. Like, it's a pretty good story. Meanwhile, like yeah. Philadelphia radio stations, I'm seeing are like boycotting her music, which to me, like, you know, it's just kind of weird behavior. It's just two people being happy. You want to? You don't want to look at it? Just look yeah. away. Yeah, that, and you know, uh, for the first time, uh, I've seen. You know, paparazzi following us on the team bus. You know what I mean? Like it's been, it's been. You know, New York specifically. I mean, they were like jumping out of the bush, literally jumping out of the bushes when the when the bus rolled up. So uh, having a few extra paparazzi and a you know story. Uh, hmm. I say a story a day, but that may be a little bit light. So a story uh, uh, every six to twelve hours on page six of the New York Post. Yeah, um, it's been a little bit different. Yeah. How how important is this game for for the Chiefs? Like, I mean, knowing knowing that they're they're cruising through their division, um, like normal, like they should be completely fine there. So it's one seed, right? Like they're they're trailing the Dolphins, but they're still right there. And then the other po- point I've thought about Josh is, man, like the two teams that have, I think I'm I think it's fair to say this, that have given the Chiefs the most trouble. The Bills and the the Bengals. I mean, the right. Bengals. I know Browning looked good, but feels like they're dead at least for the Super Bowl, and so they're out. And man, the Chiefs win this game. Like, if I'm Andy Reid, I'm like the bulletin board material this week might be: Hey guys, Bengals are already done, and we can pretty much put a nail in the coffin on the Bills too if we win this game. And they have the Bengals later, so like this is your opportunity to knock out who everybody believed were the two the two teams that would give you the most, you know, the two teams you're worried about in the preseason before the season, undoubtedly bills and, and, and Bengals. So the opportunity to get them head to head here late, keep yourselves in the mix for a number. I don't think they'll talk about that dynamic. Mm-hmm. That's not Andy Reeds. He's kind of like the game is the game kind of guy, but I, I, he knows what, what his players are thinking too. And I think the players got to be thinking that as well too. Can you knock out the bills? Can you put, can you knock out the bills and you don't have to worry about them later? Can you knock out the Bengals in a, in a few weeks if they're still uh, clinging to, to to possible hope? I think those have to be uh, in the in the back of your mind if you're a player because we we all know who who the favorites were. Uh, it hasn't quite worked out that way, but to to be able to to have a say in that it won't it won't be said by Andy Reid. No, right, that. yeah, that, that won't come up. But but yeah, I think I think yeah, you want to continue to stack AFC wins as well. Those are. You know, those tiebreaker scenarios a little bit later if you get into one of those uh, dynamics. They have the head-to-head over the Dolphins. They have the head-to-head over the, the Jaguars. Uh, you know, a uh, handful of their mm-hmm. losses now, three of their losses now come from the NFC side. But those AFC victories are, are oh so important, and this one will be as well. Right, certainly more of a talking point for fans than uh, than yeah. for Reed, I'm yeah, sure, yeah, himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sal Capaccio re-entering the conversation now. Hi, Sal. Hi, Josh. How are you? Hi, Joe. Hi, Josh. How are you guys? I'm terrific, Sal. Good to good to hear your voice. All right, 
Yeah, you too. Well, listen, thanks for that. I had to step over to the Bills media room. I'll give you guys both an update here, what's going on, because obviously it pertains to this game and everything that's happening uh, down here at One Bills Drive. So uh, I, I was stepped over to um, the media room because we were made aware that Brandon Bean, Bills GM, was going to speak about the Von Miller situation. Um, and so everybody knows, and you can obviously relay this to your Kansas City audience, Von Miller is with the Bills. He is available to play on Sunday. Uh, the Bills are going to let the legal process play out. They are going to let the investigation play out and let the league lead that investigation. Brandon Bean said um, from all the information that they have, they are comfortable with that situation and having Von here. Um, and they will uh, then take their cues from the league. And as far as they are aware, as of right now, there's not going to be any commissioner's exempt list or anything that's going to prevent Von Miller from playing this Sunday. So obviously that's the news here from One Bill's Drive. But obviously it impacts this game itself as well. Uh, so everybody is, is aware of that. But Brandon Bean just spoke. And we're going to carry that and those comments um, after we're done with Josh here on WGR Sports Radio 550. So we'll bring that to you. But um, obviously um, not – not uh, and, and just to shift this even on the field, Josh, not the season Bills fans – thought they'd be getting from Von Miller even when he returned. He just hasn't made a, an impact. And, you know, you, you think about his injury, you think about, you know, the age he has. He, I think he has one tackle since, since returning. Yep. But he's still a guy that you never know when he's going to make that one play to change a game. Well, and we know his history uh, here in Kansas City with the Chiefs, right? I mean, this is a game he'd be up for. He, he's, he faced them twice a year for a long time. Had, didn't have great success mm-hmm. in his Denver, you know. So it's like one of those, like, well, you know he's going to be fired up to play in this game if he could put, you know, whatever may be, um, whatever may be going through his head off the field uh, out of play. He's a, he's a force to be dealt with for sure. I would think guys as well by – And obviously – On Wednesday. Uh, yeah, go I ahead. I would think if, if, the league, if the league was going to step in and say, no, he can't, they probably would have already made the decision, right? I mean – I would think I think, I think so. so. And Brandon Bean gave the indication that that is not going to happen at this point unless there's something that turns for them. I specifically asked Brandon, what is your process with, you know, the coordination with the league and with the, the Dallas PD? You know, how does that all work with the communication? And he said it's not every day, but it's pretty regular. Uh, they, they, they talk to each other. They, you know, share information. The league lets them know. And he goes, look, obviously the Dallas Police Department doesn't care about the Buffalo Bills. They're going to do their thing. They're yeah, going to yeah. do what they have to do on their end. And if there's something there, they're going to let, you know, they're going to make sure that happens and the league will know. And from that point, the league will also, you know, let the Bills know what the situation is. But as of right now, the bottom line is Von Miller is here. He's practicing today. He's available to play on Sunday. The Buffalo Bills say they are comfortable with that, knowing the information they know and the information they have and the conversations they've had uh, with Von Miller. But, um, you know, obviously it's something Sean McDermott, I I don't expect he's going to address this because Brandon Bean did. I'm not sure how it works there in Kansas City. It's an organization I have a lot of respect for and how they operate, Josh. Uh, but, you know, the Bills made Brandon Bean available today, I think, to make sure that they could just get you know this out there and talk about it. And then that way, when Sean McDermott speaks at noon, he doesn't have to address it, if that makes sense. Yep. No, no, that's exactly it. Andy Reid will say, uh, you know, Brett Beach has got this. You know, he, he talked to you about this and then it's on to whatever's there. So, yeah, similar M.O., I think we have a similar MO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Um, on Andy Reid, I, I just saw the stat the other day that he is now the winningest coach for the, both the Eagles and the Chiefs. It's quite amazing. I went back and looked, and I did a little research on when Andy Reid was hired by the Chiefs, 2013, I believe that was, right? Josh, mm-hmm. 10 years mm-hmm. now he's been yep. in, 2013. Yep. And it was interesting, some of the comments. And obviously not everybody's going to be. It's, it's like one of those old takes exposed things, right? Like there was, a, there was an article from Bleacher Report saying how horrible of a hire it was. He wasn't the right man for the job. Now he's been 10 years. Go back and think about what it was like in 2013 when he hired him. What was the thought in Kansas City about Andy Reid and where he could take this organization? 
I, I think I think with I don't want to say skepticism, but maybe a little bit like, you know, did he need a break from Philadelphia? Was it over in Philadelphia? And did he need a like a and then decide I'm going to come back and coach? Uh, was it the right, you know, was it the right move to hire a guy who's flying out the door of one place into another? Um, could he recreate that thing? Obviously, the uh, I think the stat at that time, too, was, you know, uh, you know, uh, a coach at another franchise who'd been in a super uh, it been in the Super Bowl, you know, like repeating getting to a Super Bowl with a second franchise, I guess is what I'm saying. Those stats are never very good, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, yeah, we know he's been to the Super Bowl, but he hasn't won it. So why would you think he's going to win it? I think there were some of those. And then when you look back, I mean, he was clearly the best candidate during that that tenure and the best possible hire you, you could have made. They're mm-hmm. the ones that met with him face-to-face and had the assurances of, okay, you're ready to do this after this long tenure in Philadelphia. I think looking back now, though, the real surprise is I thought it'd be like maybe five years like to see him still going now and and really being oh, no no sense right. that it's going to end anytime soon. I think it's the biggest surprise. Like, and plus he, you know, if you you win a Super Bowl, let alone two, you're like oh, your legacy's sealed. Uh, but he's a guy that still very much loves the game and loves being around and coaching. And so now it's like, hey, just yeah, you stay as long as you want. I just really thought it was going to be a short a short term window. You hoped you were going to get a mm-hmm. quick success and then maybe uh, maybe a handoff, but. To, to be 10 years in and no signs of slowing down, I think it's the biggest surprise. Yeah, I don't even want to really jinx it, but like I thought, I've had that thought about both Reed and Kelsey. Because um, I've heard, we've had guests on, maybe even you've said this about Kelsey, where like we'll never really see him get bad. Like one day he'll just kind of walk away and be like, I'm done. Um, yeah. And Reed may be the same thing. I'm I kind of I'm hesitant though to just be like man one of these days guys they're not going to have Reed and Kelsey one of these days because we did that with Brady and Belichick for 25 years and we might have jinxed it into Brady playing until he was like 60. Yeah. Now the the talk around here now delving back into Joe the the Taylor Swift discussion right now it's well yeah. I mean, he's got he's got oh. his, his, his life in front of him now he's got, <laughs> right? he can yeah. do whatever he wants when he wants to walk out the game and and then he he just did float out in, a, in an interview that, you know, he's dealt with more injuries than probably we have all known and more surgeries than we have all known. And, and so now it's like, well, uh, whoa, maybe this is it. Are we going to, what are we going to do? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, everybody just don't worry about it. Like go win the Super Bowl, And if he walks, he walks, you know what I mean? Like we'll right. figure it out. Really? He has to then she'll write a song about it. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. yeah. If, you have, if, if he walks, if they win the Super Bowl again, and again, this is getting, this is getting at but if, he, if they win the Super Bowl again and he's got three, you're going to be like, "Oh man, I hope he hangs on." Like, wh- what are we, what are we asking for? Like, if he, if he says this is it, I'm at the top of my game, I'm at the top of my Q rating, I'm out. I'm like, good for you, Travis. At this point, you've you've given them absolutely everything. Um, yeah, but but had you said who's going to be here longer, Travis Kelsey or Andy Reid, I would be like, Travis Kelsey. And now it's like, I don't know. I think it's probably Andy Reid. Yeah, super super quick well, follow up to because you just mentioned like him talking about the injuries. I I've thought that for a little bit. Like, doesn't it kind of look like he had the injury in preseason? Maybe others that he's kind of been playing at like eighty percent, and maybe he hasn't been a hundred percent all year. Yeah, it, it kind of looks that way at times. He's probably hobbled a little bit more than we've seen him hobble. But it's, a, it's like, is that is that just a this year injury or injuries catching up? Is always the question, right? Like. That he had just something that's just nagging him this year that's that's slowing him down a little bit. Look, he's still fantastic. He's still their their number one target. He'll he'll go and have a you know 
a uh, hundred yard game here soon and a couple of touchdowns. Everybody goes, see, he's fine. So uh, there's, there's, there has been some like minute dissecting of, of things. And then, yeah, throw in the, the, the Taylor statistics, right? Of, oh, she's not here. He's not playing well. You know, that, that kind of nonsense that's going on. It's been fun, but, but uh, ridiculous at times. So we may, you know, I, I hesitate to say we're seeing him slow down a little bit. Cause I mentioned Joe and you, you referenced it. Like, I think it's just going to be like, it's, you know, like NFL players do, it might just drop off at one point in time. I don't know that we're seeing him slow down, but, um, you know, he's also drawing tons of attention, as usual. I mean, if you don't put two and three guys on him, you're making a, 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 a vast mistake and make the others beat you right now with this Chiefs offense. And so he is drawing some extra attention to go along, not just media attention. He's drawing the actual de- uh, defender's attention um, as much or more than he ever has. Hey, Josh, thanks for uh, adjusting on the fly here in the Audible. Not that you had to too much, but I appreciate it because obviously we had some things going down here. And very quickly, just to tell you, my son asked me if I was going to see Taylor Swift this weekend. I said, well, I saw Marcus Allen in the elevator last year heading up to his suite, so I guess oh, you nice. never know. Well, <laughs> You never know who you're going to run into. I get, I get that every week, everywhere we go. <laughs> no, you, you see She's in. She's in through some door we don't know about. Yeah. At every stadium. Yeah. She's. This is a whole different beast. I mean, they. This is. I. I don't know if, if either one of you have covered like a presidential visit at some point in time where uh, they bring somebody into a to a to a room yeah. and you got the secret service comes through and the the, the dogs will come through and then uh, in in they in they slip. This is about as close to that as I've ever seen. I mean. She's in a different door of stadiums. She's through a different layer of security. They whisk her up to wherever she needs to be. Yeah, I, I if you're watching on TV, you've had a better view of Taylor Swift than I have uh, on the sideline. I'll tell you that. I'll see you Sunday on the sidelines. Be well, and I'll talk to you tomorrow on your show, buddy. Thanks a lot. Buffalo-like weather with snow in like 30 or something. So nice. we'll see. Wow. All right, we'll see about that. Thanks a lot, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Josh Klingler. <laughs> On the Wester Hotline. All right, Joe, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to replay Brandon Bean's comments for you here on the Von Miller situation from One Bills Drive.